Persistence Culture presents the Show Up Consistency Challenge. Happy Monday. I'm your coach, Helia, here to take you through the last week of the Show Up Consistency Challenge. Can you believe I've been talking to you every day for the last three weeks already? Damn. This challenge was kind of a personal challenge for me as I've never had this done before. Like I've never done every single day for three weeks at a time. So do me a favor and make sure to share with me or on social or anywhere you see fit, like how you really felt about the podcast so far and how you really felt all about about this information. And if you want me to continue, I can't do it every day, but I do really enjoy this and I would love to cover a topic every um, week or so. So shoot me a text, uh, shoot the masses a text and let me know if you want me to continue. Today, we're going to talk about what brought us here in the first place. We are starting our last week. We started this challenge because we wanted to stay on track during the toughest times of the year. It's true. Every year during this time, memberships drop at every single gym because people are doing things outside. They're taking vacations. They're taking their kids out of school and doing family visits because it's the time to do so and it's beautiful out and all that. Their health kind of goes on the back burner. Once fall comes around, there's a little bit of panic to get back on track. But I also understand that it can be really difficult at times to do the things that you want to do because you have a lot of things you want to do and getting to a physical class is difficult. So what do you do when you can't and how do you stay on track when you can't? First of all, let's back up and remember that going to a class is not necessarily what gets you results. It's staying consistent and keeping on the forefront of your mind that there's always a dial that you're working towards, whether you're building it up or pulling it back. And results are not always cut and dry, black and white. There's a lot of variables that play into that. But what is it that you're trying to do? Is it realistic? And if so, how can you get there piece by piece and not just tomorrow? Because that's unrealistic. So we'll talk about the time it takes to get results tomorrow. But for now, when things get busy, here's a few reminders of what you can do to keep moving even when you're busy. One, let go of perfection. It's not perfect. It's never going to be. Even if you're really on track and really, really crushing it, there will be a few weeks, a few days where you are off. And it doesn't mean that all of your progress is lost. What you are stressing about will not benefit you more than what you are doing or not doing, right? So holding on to that stress is more detrimental in your progress than it is to actually like just not go to a class for a couple days. It's okay to dial it back. It's okay to be stressed out and let yourself feel that. And it's okay to pick it back up after you're over whatever it is that you're trying to get through. Number two, build in daily activity even if you don't get to a class. Take a phone call on the road, like walking. Make it a walking meeting. Tell yourself you'll move your body for 10 minutes. Put some exercises together. Everybody can do push-ups and squats. Great start, great way to get going. And if you tell yourself that you're going to do only 10 minutes, it's a lot more manageable than doing an hour. So go outside, go for a jog, and use the phone poles as your interval markers. Exert yourself when you say you will and commit to that movement every single day, that goes a long way. 
And sometimes you may break it up. Like if you're having a mentally draining day, you might need to break it up and do 10 minutes of walking and 10 minutes of meditation or 10 minutes of walking or doing some sort of physical activity and then, you know, 20 minutes of just sitting there in silence. Who knows? Whatever works for you, get that done. Committing to that is what goes a long way. Number three, think in terms of your whole week rather than a specific day. Can I get three workouts in this week? And then put that on your calendar and only move it if it's absolutely necessary. Remember that taking the time for you is not selfish, but necessary, especially for your mental health. Number four, make the class. If you say you're going to make the class, make the class. And it's not just to make the class to work out, but it's also a social interaction. And it's actually a huge part of working out. When you make it to class, it's different than when you work out at home. You make the connections. You snap out of your stress, your loop. It's far easier to address something again after sweating it out. It's a physical exertion that you probably are not hitting on your own. Maybe you are, but chances are good that you're not getting as much of a stimulus when you're not uh, looking around and like pushing yourself to your absolute most capacity because of a class. And number five, lastly, think of your fitness as an anchor and not an obligation. Moving blood through your system and your body makes you feel more sane, grounded, and it might even make you and give you an emotional release you didn't see coming. That's okay. Embrace it. I can't tell you how many times I've sat through a yoga class and by the end of it, I have tears coming down. I'm not sad. There's nothing really big going on in my life, but it's just an emotional release and it feels really good. Whatever you do, you have to keep it fun. Laugh at your mistakes. Laugh at crying through yoga. And remember that everyone has insecurities. Everyone struggles with something when they are trying to do something and grow. But growth which is the most important thing, comes from taking risks and putting yourself out there. Remember that hard, hard that we talked about? Not the autopilot, but the hard, hard. Remember that working out is the artificial way to move your body. Your body was meant to move, and at the end of the day, your pant size is the least, least of your worries. Long-term health, longevity, and mobility are the absolute most important thing you need to think about. Who do you want to be when you're 80 years old? How do you want to move? You don't start working on that when you're 70. You start working on it right now. So do the work, put in the time, because you will be thankful for it later. And I I seriously mean that. I'm not just saying that. I have 80-year-old clients that moved their whole life, and they truly appreciate how much time and work they put into their own fitness because that's what has made them successful now, and that's what differentiates them from their peers who are the same age. They talk about their mobility. They talk about their fitness level. They talk about how they sleep. It all comes out the older you get. Everything that you're doing now is almost like exasperated as you age. So do the work. All right. Happy Monday, everyone. Let's get through this last week together. I'm so excited to see you in class and uh, hell yeah out.